Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to The Best of My Dad Wrote a Porno. Today we are delving into all things Rocky Flintstone. Not his writing, the man. Mind, body and soul. Indeed. The myth, the legend. And what a mind, what a body and what a soul. (laughs) (laughs) I've missed him actually. I haven't seen him in a while. I was wondering when was the last time you guys saw him, yeah. How's he doing? Probably last summer or something. How's he doing? He's good. He's currently in Brazil, obviously. I was going to say, I assumed. We do email occasionally. And without me asking, I do get an update on the temperature <laughs> in Brazil, always. Uh, what he's been doing that day, often sunbathing. Uh, or actually, he's doing quite a lot of DIY. A lot of work. They had a termite infestation. Because <laughs> I guess they haven't been there since pre-COVID, I guess. So oh. I think the house was in a bit of... Uh, it was in tatters. Well... And obviously this week, or recently at least, it's been uh, Carnival in Carnival. Brazil. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I'm sure he's been wearing a big feather headdress and uh, <laughs> dancing around the streets. That'd be more covered up than we're used to seeing him in Brazil, isn't it? He's usually quite scantily <laughs> clad. the only time he wears clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, he's good, I think. Yeah. It's mad to think of him because obviously he is an eccentric Irishman in Brazil. Like he doesn't scream <laughs> Brazil, does he? But then he comes back and he's super tanned yeah. and he's wearing the outfits and it's just like, that's where he was always meant to be. Yeah, maybe you're right, spiritual yeah. home. He's not Brazilian, but he thinks it. <laughs> Knows it? <laughs> Knows it. <laughs> Some bastardization of his work. Um, yes, but I thought before we get into the best of kind of clips of dad and the stories that we've had of him over the years, um, that we could maybe talk about a few of our favourite memories of him that we haven't ever told on the podcast. Oh, these are the more valuable bits I would have saved for my autobiography or something like that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, your just... intimate relationship with Rocky Vincent. Okay, fine. Um, or a tell-all book that we do on Rocky one day, or maybe even <laughs> yeah. just a tabloid splash. <laughs> oh, in Bella magazine, we could do a little uh, tie-in, couldn't <laughs> oh, we? Lord. So I was going to go first, because there's a story... <laughs> I can't believe I never have said this on the podcast. And it was one of those things I had to text one of my sisters about just to check that it did happen. Right. Because I'd blocked it out and you'll see why. But it's so oddly fitting. Uh-oh. Years ago, I was probably about 14 maybe, okay. 13, 14. We were driving to France on vacation. That better be in there. Flunch better be in there. Oh, Flunch is coming, don't you worry. Um, well, yeah, we were driving... To- <laughs> to France and it was in the dead of night because that's what dad liked to do he liked to drive through at the night you know maximise the holiday blah blah is he a safe driver is he a slightly like he's a good driver actually is yeah. he yeah 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 does he drive very fast no he's actually alright he would not stop for any sort of toilet break or refreshment break 
ever. That's crazy. Phenomenal. You would have to just like sit in the car and like, well, you're in it for about nine hours. So <gasps> anyway, we were driving and it was and it was at night and I think we were all kind of like asleep, like dozing off. He's just driving and he was listening to an audio book that he'd, I think, borrowed from a friend. Oh, how modern. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in the novel, the woman character starts to get aroused mm-hmm. and she moves over to the male character. Oh, God. And unbuttons his trousers. <gasps> oh, sweet Jesus. Oh. Why would she need to do that? Starts sucking him off. No, no. Described in excruciating detail. That's not true. This is true, honestly. And so we're all like asleep and we're like, and I'm like, am I dreaming this? What the fuck? And I'm like, he didn't switch it off. He was just driving away. Is your mum asleep at Listen, this point? Mum's asleep. We're all just like listening. And I texted my sisters to be like, did I imagine this? To paint a picture for people if they've forgotten, there's about 30 Mortons. So there's a car <laughs> packed full of kids. Yeah. It's like the opening scene of Home Alone when they're all like <laughs> counting them up for the drive. And so one of my sisters was like, yes, this definitely happened. I'm so sure. I'd totally <laughs> forgotten. And then somebody else was like, I remember this in caps locks. Oh my God. And they were God. like, can't really remember the details, but I think dad was quite embarrassed. Not embarrassed enough to switch it off. Honestly, then someone was like, in between playing and people bizarre fruit. Not that embarrassed. <laughs> Was that an album or a track? <laughs> I don't know. Because he did love one track over and over, didn't he? <laughs> Famously. And then someone was like, it was so late he thought we were all asleep. Well, I assume he did, slash hope. Yes, mum's feet were up on the dashboard. I mean, this is <laughs> what, what? saying yes. a lot about our <laughs> family uh, travel. Can I just, sorry, I know this is a tangent, but how on earth did your mum have enough room to hutch your legs up onto the dashboard? Oh, because I'm quite the, partial to that position. Yeah, and the cars were so heavily like packed in with shit that like... you. The footwells are being used for storage. I mean, your, your hoofs can go into like almost... I don't know, but there's a child behind you. You're probably crushing them with your seats so far back. No, because you're, what you're misunderstanding is that your body's quite far forward, but your legs are sort of going into the windscreen. Oh, right. And like, like you have to... She had stuff under her legs to... There was yeah, so much yeah, stuff yeah. in the car. I cannot stress, James. Oh, it's chaos. <laughs> I feel like there were some of them like hanging on the side. <laughs> And then one, like, one strapped to the roof. I imagine a sidecar. And then I was like, you know, how old was, you know, because I was quite young. So the little ones were way younger. And, I, and one of them was like, I don't remember anything apart from just being really confused. <laughs> I didn't really understand what it was. I just thought it was strange. <laughs> it was strange. It was highly strange. Very strange. And then, and the other one was like, I remember an awkward feeling and a very soft voice. That's trauma <laughs> oh, right God, there. This is awful. Um, so, and I can't believe I've never, like, mentioned it on the show it's such an obvious like well, link to the show yeah we obviously need to know what the book is i know i really i haven't asked him what it was but it was just like a, it was you know it was just a novel that was being read and there was obviously a sex scene in it but it was so cringe and also switch it off your kids are in the car but it's like you know when a sex scene comes on on the telly and you're watching it with your whole family mm. nobody wants th- to be the one to flinch. Nobody wants to be right. the one to switch it off because you're sort of playing a game of chicken. And I guess he was thinking, I'm just hoping it'll end and like nobody will have detected it. But when you're on a car journey like that as a kid, you're never properly asleep, are you? No, sort yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Eyes are closed, but you're like... You're Going in and out of consciousness. So literary porn has been in your life. Like, you know, if we made the film... Like the opening scene would be this, yes. and then it'd be like twenty <laughs> yeah. years later. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm a bit like, was that what helped plant the seed for him? That like, but I and think for so. you, why me? Because you made it an audio thing. Oh yeah, why you're me? traumatizing children now on car rides, <laughs> right? I hadn't even put those two <laughs> things together. You're right, because obviously it was way before podcasting was a thing. Yeah, strange. Anyway, that's my story for today. If you'd 
chirped in from the back seat and been like, oh, chance would be a fine thing. Or like, oh, but you bloody did. You would have had the pilot. <laughs> that is a very sad story. Thank you for sharing. Those car rides, honestly, how did they get through them? So when you say you didn't stop at all for a... I just think about how often the Levine stopped on a family holiday drive. We'd usually go north to Scotland or south to Cornwall. Either way, it's a six-hour drive. Hmm. We'd be stopping to puke. We'd be stopping to wee. Yeah, we weren't no, allowed. So how long would you drive for? I remember once driving to Prague and needing a <laughs> oh wee so badly that, you know, when it just begins to start to hurt? No, because like I don't leave it that long. <laughs> and I had to get a water bottle. Oh my God, stop that. And I no, pissed in a bottle. I did. Because he wouldn't stop the car. With all of your family in the car? Yeah, but like hidden. How hidden are You're sat next to eight of your sisters. But when I say the car was packed, you don't understand. I couldn't see any of my sisters. How could you see the bottle? Because <laughs> it, it would be packed up like literally the bit between seats, sky high with bedding, with bags. Ram- rancid. With, You're rancid people. How many? There are six of us in one vehicle, but that's also six people's luggage, six people's, you know. And whatever. Jamie travels with three trunks alone. <laughs> sounds like six people's wee in bottles that they've got to This sounds like on. torture. Like, this is the kind of thing, you played the same song over and over again. <laughs> You're not allowed to use the toilet. You are packed. You can't move. Ah, oh, what a childhood. <laughs> Your mum's trotters are like all over the <laughs> yeah. place. She'll love you for that. That girl just listen. <laughs> Trotters is your word. Don't you dare. Don't yeah. you dare. I'm using a Mortonism to try and be in the gang. The little hoofs. Hoofs, <laughs> uh. that's it, hoofs. Um, but yeah, I know. Very strange. But you know, character building. We drove to Prague once and didn't stop. It's just madness. Pissed in a bottle. Pissed in a bottle. What a holiday. It was piss, wasn't it? We, we did establish you <laughs> weed in a bottle, not nothing yeah. else. What oh, do you mean? Jesus Christ. Oh, you mean during the audiobook? <laughs> oh yeah can you imagine um, my memory is a bit nicer than yours okay yeah go well like he's just very good at doling as we know from the books like he's very good at doling out business advice oh isn't yeah, he? yeah yeah he once got me the Zurich Axioms I don't know if you've heard of this book no. it's like a book that gives you kind of advice on how to play the stock market I think I don't know. like how to make money from money you've clearly enjoyed it I've never read it <laughs> But the other thing, like, I think it was your mum and your dad once told me, although they have since denied it. We were, like, having drinks one night. They were talking about how to make money. They were like, buy rice. I was like, what? Buy rice. Buy rice. Rice rice is the new gold. What are you talking about? (laughs) I was like, is is it? What do you mean? Well, I guess, like, climate change, like, food. Stop stop saying words without (laughs) words in between. When was this? Oh, this was years ago. But they have since denied it. But they definitely were like... Denied it. Invest, well, like on the record. <laughs> invest in rice. And did you? No, because where am I going to store loads, shitloads of Uncle Ben's? Like, <laughs> I know you buy it in bulk, but like, where am I going to put it all? No, I think they mean invest in a rice company in their shares, yeah, not buy, buy loads sale. of rice. <laughs> oh, I thought they meant buy rice. What? Like the way that you would to have gold in a vault, you were just going to have loads of rotting rice in a vault? Well, maybe they said buy cheap, buy twice. <laughs> What on earth is going oh, on? How I was drunk, drunk were you? Yeah. yeah. This, was, this was pre-podcast. Uh, yeah, this was pre-podcast. But oh, yeah, wow. I mean, I never actually took their advice and they have since denied it. But guys, if you want to make money, buy rice. Get that rice. James, I hate to break this to you, but the rice market is absolutely soaring. Oh, is it booming? It's absolutely booming. What do you mean? Well, Rocky as ever has given you some bonkers advice there that has a kind of kernel, a rice grain, A grain of rice. Oh, True. very good. Yeah. Um, 
There's a question here on Google which says, is rice a good investment? And it says here, you can include rice in your portfolio as a hedge against potential losses. During times of economic uncertainty, (laughs) investors view commodity grains such as rice as attractive options. Rice's long history and the fact that it's a food staple for over half the world makes it a great long-term play. But what am I going to do? Like, sell it from my house? No, again, you're not... Storing it in your back bedroom, James. Why doesn't he understand about stocks and shares? I just don't understand. <laughs> Read the zero axioms. You might learn something. <clears throat> My rocky memory is less of a story and more of just an appreciation of his ability to not only write indelible characters, but to start indelible traditions. So mm. every year from your dad and your mum, because they share all of their phone devices, email addresses, yes. all of their social medias if they had them, we receive... Uh, a sort of animated, ele- an e-card, isn't it? It's, it's an e-card. It's a Christmas yeah. e-card. We all get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it sort of tells me that Christmas is here. It's like the first thing I get because right. I usually receive it around November the 12th or something. <laughs> um, and it's a sort of minute long mm-hmm. little video with a Christmas theme. They're usually quite bonkers, aren't they? Oh, chintzy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. This year's told quite a story about a boy on a sledge. <laughs> Do you actually watch them? I'll be honest, I don't watch them. Oh, wow. You don't watch them? you do not got a minute. Not for that. Jamie, best picture nominee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the biggest scandal of those cards are? That they cost money. No, they don't. Yeah. Like they pay for a subscription to, to I guess, send because them Because they always, we won't name names because it will make other artists of the card industry feel left out, but mm. they always use the same artist. Oh, yes. They've it's got, got a very distinct style. A very distinct style. And they have a preferred supply. You know, they would never deviate. They're very loyal. And the music. The music. So tinny. I, okay, now you just being mean. <laughs> I look forward to it every year. It genuinely tells me that the festive times are upon us. <laughs> and me and James obviously have much emptier lives than you because I'm watching it from start to finish. I get um, birthday ones as well. Okay, well, I don't get those. Oh, what? Do you not get birthday ones? <laughs> no. I get a birthday one. Oh, my God. This is just more evidence that he's a favourite. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, think even I get a birthday I one. I didn't get the rice advice. I shouldn't invest in rice. I shouldn't invest in this. <laughs> is that your own e-card? E-card. I will find you the name of the artist that they always use because you should invest in her. Yeah. I would make a fortune. Right, anyway, <laughs> on to the best of bits. Now, you're not going to just hear from us, you're going to hear from my sister, a couple of other Footnotes guests, and even the great man himself. And there is an unheard bit from the chat that we had with Dad at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. I bet your dad's booked a um, CFAX holiday before. Uh, well, we did go skiing a couple of times when we were kids. Mum and Dad were like, guys... We're going skiing. We were like, oh my God, we're going skiing. Cross country. What? Skiing. Not only the most boring skiing you can do, the hardest uphill sometimes. Oh. What? Skiing uphill? Yeah. It's almost like hiking meets skiing. (laughs) And so you're kind of like walking and then there's like a bit of a hill that you have to go up. And then now and again, there's a big hill that you can go down for like... 30 seconds or something. And there was a time that I was, I'd finally reached the top of this hill and I went down and then suddenly this figure was going really fast behind me and all I heard was, pardon, monsieur. And he pushed me off the slope and I fell down this little hill into this kind of like frozen bit of lake. Tundra. And he just was like, pardon, monsieur. My bloody dad. Rocky Flintstone nearly killed me on a <laughs> on a cross country ski slope. But he no. did say pardon monsieur. Yeah, we were in the French Alps. <laughs> well I would hope so. <laughs> we were in Canada. There was no need for it. Somebody tweeted, I can't remember who it is, uh, sorry whoever you are. 
Um, but he, they said, was it a coincidence that Blinder Blinked is 69 pages long? My dad <laughs> was just loving that. Mum was like, I don't really get that. Like, is that a joke? And dad was like, oh, for God's sake, Wilmer. <laughs> of course it's, uh, do you not get it? And mum's like, well, what, 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 what is it? I can't bear it. And he said, it's obvious. A six and a nine are the shape of a naked lady. (laughs) (laughs) You put them together and they look like a naked woman. That's right, Rocky. Honestly. Do do they? (laughs) A, no, they don't. B, dad, what are you on? And I had to just be like, guys, because they were like debating this for a while. And I was like, I just have to put them out of their misery. Did you correct them? Yeah, I just said, guys, it's actually sexual position. I want to... uh, Take that home with you and, and uh, dissect on your own time. You know that's going to be in the next book, the, a 69. On. I'm really, really stuck trying to work out if it's an aerial view of a woman or like just like a Belinda-style droopy boob on one side yeah. and a pert one on the other. I don't know. Because it's almost a sphere, really, if they're together. That's got so the... confusing. Bless him, though. I thought you knew everything there was to know about sex. Really? Have you not read the book? Oh, no, I you're right. I knew, yeah, he knows literally nothing. <laughs> James, if I didn't exist, I'd question whether my dad had ever had sex. So... I don't know where you're getting that idea. You're adapted! No, you're not. <laughs> oh my God, maybe what I am What a way to find out. <laughs> oh my God. I'd be really upset, but also quite relieved at the same time. Uh, then the podcast would be not you worth doing. You would not be oh. an heir to the Belinda fortune. Well, let's stop right now. <laughs> Des Martin's support group has asked, um, what's your fave juz? A breathe of uh, Rocky Flintstone on oh, Twitter. Oh yes, okay. So this is your dad's uh, preferred reply structure, which is just J U S apostrophe plus a verb, like just saying yeah. or like a just doing. Um, I have two. Um, he was once talking about. I think someone asked what his favourite meal was or something, <laughs> and he said turkey sandwich, just chomping. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Which is a good one. Um, and then. I, <laughs> And then someone asked him if he was ever drunk when he wrote the books, and he just said, just hicken. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Great. <laughs> um, I just presumed... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just use Rocky's real name. How have, that hasn't never happened before. I'm so sorry. That Alice, slipped you out. are no longer head presenter of the <laughs> really changed. I don't know how that popped out. What I meant... <laughs> the police oh are here! <laughs> You're going to jail! You're going to the clink! I didn't think it'd be that quick. <laughs> no, he's on it. Oh my God, wow. He really does have contacts everywhere. Um, In six years, I don't think you've ever said Rocky's real name by accident. <laughs> That's unbelievable that none of us have. Yeah, particularly on stage when we're very, very drunk. <gasps> okay. My, oh, my, my point was... My heart's racing. So boring. It really doesn't matter right. after all that. My point was going to be that <laughs> Rocky, yes. Rocky, 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 probably calls a minibar that on a plane. That was all. <laughs> 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 it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Six years down the drain for that shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> it probably calls the trolley a minibar as well as goes. Oh, <laughs> Can we get a new Alice? <laughs> Do you know what? I really did think I'd get replaced before six years, so this has been a good ending. <laughs> when you think back 
to your childhood with Jamie and the others and the other gals. Um, what's the like biggest rocky moment that you can think of where he's been a wind-up merchant? I mean, I know there were constant, right? Yeah, oh my God. Const- I mean, so many. You say that and I'm bamboozled with options. So this is just part of a campaign of trying to... Screw yeah. his kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember being teenagers once and I was allowed to have sort of mini, not quite a house party, but a group of people around and we were all very drunk and it must have been about two or three in the morning and mum and dad were out. And they came back and we were in like you know we were allowed in the nice sitting room so I was oh. obviously trusted oh. friends jealous you know group of gals and guys you know having a really nice time we were all quite quite pissed mum and dad came in obviously dad absolutely blasted completely off his tits and he comes in and he goes everyone I'm Yuri Geller <laughs> and he pulls <laughs> he pulled a spoon out of his pocket and started to try and bend the spoon <laughs> to impress my teenage friends and I just remember thinking do I go mortified or all my friends were killing themselves laughing going he's an absolute legend and that's when I think I just realised he's wonderful and I just laughed my head off and ever since then they were like how's Yuri? You've got to embrace it. That's yeah. the thing about Rocky like yeah. don't push against it just let just let it come into your <laughs> let life. Let that spoon not bend because it won't. <laughs> Family holidays as well Jamie's always told us about how he used to burn CDs with just 20 version, twenty repetitions of the same song on it. Oh yes. What else would happen on holiday with your dad when he was like one of my favourite stories is when we had a caravan attached to the car. So you've got four children and obviously our wonderful mum, Wilma, in the front. And the caravan's attached. It's all fine, apart from Dad decides that he wants to take the scenic route. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going up this limestone hill, basically, in rural France oh with a caravan. God, yeah, I you remember, remember this. this. Oh, no. And Mum was like, I don't think this is sensible because the water's been high. We had to go over some kind of little Ford thing. It was like midnight. <laughs> and it was midnight. <laughs> and there were lots of children. I think I was about... 16 or so so everyone's younger than me so this is a you know this is a troop of youngsters it's late at night we're are you in the this... car or the caravan as the kids we're all in the car no, very they safe. would never <laughs> dare put us in the caravan with the, with the vehicle moving Alice Come is that on. not allowed it's with not dad legal. driving no <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> even be in the car yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the car you take your life into your own we'd be safer in the roof rack to be honest <laughs> anyway so we're going up this stupid limestone hill essentially and because we've been through the Ford before the caravan comes disattached, right? So the, the <gasps> caravan disattaches it, so it's been clunked too much. Ah, breaks down. We all have to run up. We've all got flip-flops on. It's the summer in France. It's been raining. It's all slippery. We have to try and push a caravan <gasps> up a limestone hill. Wait, how old are you? How old is this band of mechanics? 16 I am, and then everyone's down from that. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's three minus each three. Way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's the youngest like eight seven little seven year old I think actually no I have to she say she was just, no use just, they, they were put to the side they were put on the verge the little <laughs> ones the little girls sorry they'll hate that but they were put to the side because that was dangerous it just was fine for us to risk our lives but not the little girls just we'll imagining like little B like oh so tired been asleep in the car and I was like no <laughs> get your gloves on you're pushing the caravan you want any sleep tonight you're pushing that caravan up a limestone hill but can I just say we did push it up the hill and we continued on our journey for the next four hours we did so it was it's was not in vain i mean that's why the flintstones had so many children because if you get into those predicaments you're gonna you're gonna need A some kids like, absolutely but it's literally the flintstones as well you know when they have their feet <laughs> in the car. it is maybe that's where it came from maybe that was the inspo what an image <laughs> i'm sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash my dad. You know what Rocky used to do with us, though? Have I told you the story? Did he write it with his left hand? No. On Christmas Eve, we'd all go to bed, and then he would dress up as Santa oh, wow. and creep in to put our stockings in so that if we did wake up, we would see actual Santa. That's incredible. And I did see it once. I like, kind of peeked, and I was like, oh, fucking That's shit. That's so Santa's magical. There. It was amazing. That's so cute. Yeah. So all the dads out there, dress as Santa. I've met your dad. This is what I was going to say. You met the Albert Hall. You were in the Albert Hall. I mean, readers, (laughs) you have to remember (laughs) that these people were in the Albert Hall, which is enormous, a huge, bloody great theatre, and it's just them being brilliant with three microphones. I mean, it was like watching Fanny Craddock all over. Just someone in the middle cooking, you know, <laughs> just people talking. I call that extraordinary, an extraordinary achievement. Oh, thanks. That's off. I'm um, amazed at Well, this That's is, I mean, and, and did, did he terrify you? Because uh, he no. kind of ambushed you somewhat in your box. He did. I mean, I've got not, a feeling I mean, his, his shirt button might have been, there might have been one too many undone. At the front. Right. Yeah, he that goes for quite like a low, a low he went V. For quite a low décolleté. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, was there something nestling there? Oh. In the, uh, what, in a medallion, you think? Uh, I don't know. A third nipple? Oh. <laughs> now you're talking. He doesn't do jewellery, actually, my dad. He's, he, is, he is quite classic in that. Mm. Um, yeah, all man, he'd say. He was very nice and he's brought me a poster he of has. Belinda mm-hmm. and her swollen nips. <laughs> there you go. I mean, can't you ask can't ask that, for really. anything more than that. <laughs> and, and the fact that my dad subconsciously somewhere decided to write about women. Yeah. Telling sex from a woman's perspective. That's really rare. I mean, how many porn films are from the female perspective? None. And so therefore, there's a, there's a huge sort of generosity to it. Mm. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> it's incredibly charitable. <laughs> Let's unpackage that. Well... But I think there is a generosity. I met your dad and he's a generous soul. Mm, he's got generous three daughters, with himself. You know, yeah. he is. And my mum's an absolute amazing firecracker of a feminist, has raised us all as great feminists. Not sure where my dad kind of fits into that. But actually, oddly, I think his books are quite feminist. Yeah. 
you're right, absolutely. He is one of the great feminist writers of our time. Yes, and it's not, it's, it's, you know, it's, from Beauvoir to Rocky. Yeah, there you it's go. Li- literally one tiny little. <laughs> Don't ever. Tiny little. It's barely a step. It's a shuffle. It's He's just basically a, shuffle. a Bronte sister. He really is. <laughs> what I worry now is that's going to be his in his email signature. Emma Thompson, the greatest feminist author of our time. Rocky Flintstone is a feminist icon. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of the level of disguise that your dad was in that time he came to our show. Oh my God, yeah. Have we talked about that? I don't know if we have for a while. I mean, he dyed his hair mm. a shade darker than it usually is. Yes. Which made it kind of ginger because he's got grey hair. A bit ginger. And then he wore those wraparound kind of Oakley-style sports sunglasses. <laughs> yes. A very busy shirt. And a Panama hat. And a Panama hat. He couldn't have looked more conspicuous. Also, <laughs> no one knows what you look like, so you are your own disguise. <laughs> My mum was so fucking livid that day. Do you remember? She was like, look at him. <laughs> he dyed his hair. Think about that process. He takes his anonymity very seriously. <laughs> Clearly. Well, he did have that look in his eye that said, don't notice me, don't bother me. <laughs> It's a bloody giveaway. (laughs) He knows that look well. Doesn't your dad get obsessed with songs as well? He does. He just plays them over over and over again. again. And we once drove from Manchester, where we grew up, to Spain. Malaga. It's a long way to drive. Over two hours. And, uh, And he made a CD for the journey. We were like, yes. Summer holidays. Can't wait. The CD consisted of The Angel's Carol, which is a Christmas carol. (laughs) And he put it on seven times on one CD and just played the same CD over oh, and over Oh, so there were seven tracks. Again. Every track Every track was, was the Angel Carols. Of a dangerous God, of a dangerous voice. Every single three minutes. And they just played the CD. That was literally it. And it was like, God, I do love this song. Let's play it again, shall we? Wait for the drop. <laughs> that pre-chorus. My mum was like, is there no That's Simply bitch. Red in the car? Is there no Annie Lennox? Yeah. No M? people no okay cool well hang on jamie you were in france recently eating a I, lot yeah. <laughs> yeah didn't you go to something called flunch <laughs> alice stop outing me as a flunch eater uh, but yeah i did uh flunch, i love flunch though sorry sorry what the hell yeah, is what is flunch? Flunch? <laughs> it's a staple of my childhood i used to go a lot as a kid it's basically um like a cafeteria that you'd find in supermarkets or kind of motorway service stations in France. Um, and is it like an Ikea cafeteria? It, it is. Um, it, it used to be really, really good. Kind of one of the best um, eating places going. in France. Stop doing that with your serious face. <laughs> Sorry, is this somewhere you went with Rocky? Yeah, yeah. Rocky used to love a flunch. What is flunch though? Because is that free lunch? That's Food lunch. French lunch. French lunch. French lunch. <laughs> French lunch. It's unclear. Such an awful word. It sounds like flunge or like... Gunge, it just, yeah. It doesn't sound nice. <laughs> doesn't sound like somewhere hygienic for eating food. No, much like the setting we're in now. So do you think yeah. that Rocky's inspired by the flunch has gone by? I don't know if that's the right use of flunch, <laughs> but... Maybe. Is it a verb or a noun? Do you flunch or is it a flunch? I think you can go and flunch. Uh, <laughs> You guys want to come flunch with me? Go flunch yourself. <laughs> Don't flunch with my heart. Um... Take me to flunch. <laughs> oh, 
my. Um, so yeah, so maybe on this table there could be um, yeah, well, steak hache, of course, um, some tartiflette, uh-huh. uh, some salad pellegrin, <laughs> um, some uh, riette, raclette, uh, fondue, of course. Oh, there'll else? definitely be fondue on um, there. Il flottante, of course, you know, for something sweet. Um, <laughs> What's an il flotton? <laughs> an, il, an il flotton is Rocky's favourite uh, pudding ever. It's basically custard with a floating bit of meringue Egg on top. Egg white in it. <laughs> il flotton sounds lovely. Oh, well, that's some real insight. That's got to have formed a like big part of his what he thinks of as a French menu. It was hugely influential for all of us. Yeah. Okay, so she's just going to eat shitloads of flunch. You guys must have been like the Brady flunch. <laughs> <laughs> bad. It didn't deserve a lot. Awful. It's bad. I mean, that I've been sitting on it for ages. <laughs> Bloody love a raclette. I've been to Brazil with them because um, I used to work out there. And honestly, I, it's a hoot. You Anything you imagine <laughs> is nowhere near as funny as the actual situation that you get. Brilliant story. So he needed to get some kind of rat trap or rat poison or something. For a fr- I can't for wait a, to come stay. Yeah. For, a <laughs> for a friend. And he did this whole charade. He was doing that. He pushed his lips up, was doing the teeth, was doing the claws at the face. Finally, Mike was scuttling along with his fingers along the, um, the counter to try and get this product. And then the word is ratos. <laughs> and that was the word. Same thing happened when he acted out diarrhea in the pharmacy. Oh my God. The word is giahia. It's literally like, and then I was like, yeah, giahia, doing all the pointing. Never lasts so much in my life. Vomito was the same. Spent all the time acting being sick. Repeat to fade. The word was vomito. Your dad's been trying to palm off a boat to me for the last couple of months. Is he still on about that? Yeah, he's got this old rickety fucking boat, like no engine. I think the roof's rotting off. Yeah, that's little Nelly. Yeah, little Nelly, that's the one. I don't think it's been seabound for many years, has it? No. He told me you just use it to drink hot chocolate in and a lot of wine. Yeah, at New Year, fine. And basically, he doesn't know where to put it anymore. So he's like, James, you can have it for free. <laughs> I was like, I, d- I don't want to. I think one day I said I like the sea, and he was like, James, you must have a boat. <laughs> so now he's been trying to palm this boat off to me. But I found someone at work today who wants the boat. Did you? Yes, yeah, so I've passed it on to them. So now him and Rocky can kind of do a deal. Hang on, hang on, wait. It's part of my inheritance, little Nelly. Little Nelly's sailing away, Jamie. Oh if you want it, you God. better... Say goodbye to Nelly, Jamie. I mean, I don't really want Nelly. I just don't want anybody else so to So were you going to be like one of those people in the 80s that won a speedboat on a game show and had to have it on their front <laughs> yeah. garden? I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know what I'm going to do with you it. You live in central London. Exactly. <laughs> Dad goes everywhere brandishing his business cards. So, I, Rocky, have you got one? I actually have one for you. He gave oh. me one. He actually signed one for you. Oh. These, Has he signed one for anyone else? A couple of people, like waiters and stuff. Oh, oh well, then that's fine. <laughs> so it's limited edition. He like signs the check and he goes, "I'll sign this as well." <laughs> um, so, so here it is. This, this is this is for you. Have you seen one of these before? No, I haven't. There you go. So that that is yours to keep. Oh my goodness! All of its contact details. <laughs> oh, it really is. You've really, got a direct really line. Is. Private number to the leather room. <laughs> <laughs> For the benefit of the tape, he's just turned it over. I turned it around, <laughs> and there is the signature on a very lithe, young. I'm going to guess female body. She's very svelte, isn't she? A lot of rib on show. Look at those pomegranates. Look at those pomegranates. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to get that laminated <laughs> immediately. Oh. Why? Why do you need it laminated? <laughs> Never you mind. 
He did recently get a new laptop that he bought in Spain because he didn't want to pay the prices in England. And uh, the keyboard's <laughs> all in Spanish. So he, he, last time I saw him, he couldn't work out what was a full stop. He, uh, How is a Spanish full stop different? It's not the same. It's quite extraordinary. That's what, they're in a different place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, do you know what? If you'd have had a Spanish keyboard this whole time, maybe your writing could have been excused. But So Belinda's now like, Belinda. Or something like this <laughs> accents all over it. Werther's has asked... What's the inside of your shed slash pavilion like? We've talked about this a little bit before, haven't we? Mm. We've all had the uh, good fortune to visit it now, haven't we? Yeah. I wonder if he'll describe it as we experienced it. Well, he said, big. So no. Just boasting. <laughs> is that what he said? That's what he said. Oh, my God. It is big, but he's filled it with so much crap. So that, much crap. There's hardly any room to move. Yeah. There are also so many features of the pavilion that you can discuss. I can't believe he's not <laughs> gone into them. It's as cluttered as his mind. I think it kind of is like a representation of him as a writer. People won't believe that there's two rooms. He's three. got a bed in there. You can... Is it three rooms? Yeah. Has it got a secret dungeon? He's <laughs> got another room. Yeah, he's got a bed in there. He thinks you can sleep. I would never sleep in there. It's uninhabitable. Well, I think my dad sleeps in there when mum's thrown him out of the house so I think it's more <laughs> needs over desire right sure James that's outrageous they sleep in there at Christmas I have slept in the pavilion yeah at Christmas. it was so fucking cold because there's no heating there's no electricity there's barely walls James <laughs> famously the windows are made of bottles I mean I <laughs> it is honestly going to be some sort of English heritage site one day should we put the museum in there one day the Rocky Flintstone <laughs> Museum yeah <laughs> How's Rocky? How is he? God, oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah, no, he's good. He um, he's just finished building a conservatory. He's already. Where's With the it... conservatory? Because that would connect the house to the pavilion, surely. <laughs> it's off the back of the house, like one side of the house. It's got like a big arse now. The house, like a one-sided. Oh, this is the hot arse. tub room. The hot tub room, exactly. Sorry, what? He's. He's built it with his own hands. Yeah. As always, surely. But the hot tub that he chose is so massive, it just eats the whole thing. <laughs> it's like a ten-man hot tub. Basically. Business meetings in the future in the hot tub, guys. Um, Can you imagine? Oh, my God. First on the agenda, everybody. And he's just... <laughs> bubbles. Have you tried this seat? Alice, move your eyes. Get over here. Next on the agenda, jets. <laughs> Next, lights. <laughs> but he's been very worried, because you know that the um, theft... A craze that's sweeping the nation this year is hot tub. People stealing theft. hot tubs. Yes, how? So. You'd have to be very inobservant to not notice somebody going do 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 through your living room carrying your four. Yeah. What do you say? Forty person hot how tub. How do you get it out of someone's yeah. house or garden? Uh, but don't worry, Dad's made his conservatory like Fort Knox. So um, <laughs> well, it you also sounds in, like he's built the pool into the building. Like it's all <laughs> yes, part of the structure exactly. of the building. Was it a conservatory just for the hot tub? Yes, because you know, obviously the couple of years we've had, you know, no travel. Dad, furious that he couldn't get to Brazil, because he loves Brazil, as we know. And so he thought he'd take Brazil to um, him. To him. Uh, and it's nice. It's really cool in there. It's Is just Brazil very, full very, of hot very, tubs? I was going to say, nothing says Brazil like a hot tub in a conservatory. <laughs> Is that part of the culture? <laughs> They've made a tropical wing of the house, basically. Has it got a little bar in it? I could just it imagine. It does have a bar, yeah. No. Yeah, and some hanging plants. It's very nice. To give people some context, it's a beautiful, but but kind of modest quite small house, house. like yeah. it's not it's not a, it's not a mansion no. uh, the pavilion gives it the sense of grandeur that we've described before but it's it's a family home mm. and I, and i would say now a big chunk of that family home is water <laughs> 
Yes. Do you know what? I actually, I remember I called him once mm. and your mum answered because yeah. he was in the hot tub. She was like, can you call back? He's just in the hot tub. But it was like 11 in the morning. I was like, what's he doing? He's pickled in there. I cannot wait for the big office day out that we have where yeah. we get to go in the hot tub. It's going to be like a scene from Belinda Blitz. <laughs> Summer party. Awful. Do you know, the first time he played me an episode of the podcast... I was in Spain with mum and dad, and he went, Lexi, just listen to her. They've just made it magnificent. Oh. Oh. He was so proud. He, when you were ripping the piss out of him, <laughs> you were rinsing him for everything it was worth. He was in his house. Watching him listen to it is brilliant. Yeah. Like when I got back and played the Lynn episode, he was literally bouncing off the walls. He was so excited. I mean, he was writing more songs, but um... I've never seen him listen to an episode. Oh, oh you should! Yeah. It's absolutely adorable. Because that's the thing we get asked most: like, how does he take it? Because obviously, we mm. do occasionally criticise him um, <laughs> every now and then, and people are always like, "Is he not upset?" But he's just the phrase I always use is impervious to offence like he's he's just somebody who but he loves it yeah he loves and he it. really thinks it's funny like because he can see his own flaws he's not stupid like yeah. he's literally like that's that's fucking true you know? <laughs> <laughs> she's got me there yeah we've all got to know each other pretty well now so i feel like we've done a lot of of critiquing of you over the years which you've taken very well I wondered what your impressions are of us. How would you describe each oh, of us to Alice. somebody else? Mm. I think you're a very good cement. I mean, very good. If you look at a ready mixed concrete product, mm. right, or cement as you guys in the states call it, um, and in the states you're really genius because you don't believe in messing about with the stuff. You put so much water into it that it's really, really runny. But you compensate to make it hard by adding extra cement, which, of course, is an environmental disaster because you're utilising more... Sorry, guys, I won't go down that route. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was say, what did we ask? What is Your this cement metaphor? or concrete is runny. Our concrete in the UK and Europe is much tougher, much thicker. I'm so dying. It, it comes out of the barrel of the machine, of yeah. the truck, and forms a nice little cone as it spills onto the thing. Now, I make a lot of ready-mixed concrete in my... <laughs> is this just about concrete now? And... I would say that Alice, you're yes. the you're the rocks, the aggregate, the aggregate. James is the sand, oh. and Jamie is the cement. And put the three of you together, and you get a really hard mixture after twenty eight days. Oh, oh okay, lovely. I like that. But it wouldn't work without the water, which is you, Dan. No, I'm the steel. <laughs> the of, steel. of what? <laughs> we want to make reinforced concrete. Right. Oh, so who's the water? We need water, Dad. Us, Wilma. Oh, mum's the water, of course she is. Oh, well, that's very flattering. Rocky's harmonica goes with him wherever he goes. Yeah. I remember I used to live with you. Yeah. And we'd be like watching telly, just watching a movie <laughs> or something. And you'd just hear behind you, <laughs> he'd just start playing unannounced, yeah. unasked. He'd just start playing the hits. He loves it. I wonder if he can do the porno theme tune on the, on the harmonica. Oh, that would be good to learn. There you go, Dad. It'll festive project for you if he manages that should we put that out yeah well I don't want to put the pressure on for him do you know what I reckon he's got it in him he's certainly got the free time try and do the theme tune dad do your best Wow, that was terrible. Terrible. To Rocky Flintstone, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Rocky. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
And here's a little bit of Dad's interview that we didn't include in the podcast. Probably for good reason. Probably. Okay, I have a little game that I thought we could Ooh, play with Dad. we love a game. Based on some of the characters. Okay, so it's a game called Shag, Marry, Cruise, Dad. Have you heard of this game? Not really. So you can, you can sleep with one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can marry one of them. Okay. Or you have to spend a year... On a cruise with them. Okay. Okay. So a you'd have to like do anything. Yeah. Have you never played this? I've version? never heard this version. I don't like the killing one because okay. he can't kill his characters. He just said. I mean, that is hell. You might. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'd like, rather be dead. You, you you don't have to sleep with them, but like you have to be with them non-stop. Okay. okay. So let's start with an easy one: Belinda, Bella, and Giselle, the Glee team. Right. Well, I'd obviously sleep with Belinda any day because she's my creation. So it's not good as. She's your fancy. To yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, uh, Bella and Giselle, right? Well, Giselle has to be um, you couldn't the middle spend a, one. You couldn't spend a year with Bella. Oh, you I couldn't. could. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Party yeah. every night. A yeah. year. Yes, yes, yes. That fantastic. Yeah, Bella for the cruise, and Giselle for what was the second one? Oh, marry. marry. So wouldn't you want to marry Belinda? Well, Giselle's maybe? a good looker. Don't get her wrong. That's true. I mean, she's got alopecia, but uh, I'll sort that out. About the alopecia. Okay, good. Bella on a cruise. Honestly, shoot me in the head. <laughs> Okay, the Duchess, Hazel, and Mistress Sweetjuice. Ooh. Ah, right. Duchess, definitely um, marry. Yeah, smart. She's my sort of ear. ear um, and you're marrying sort of... up as well. You're marrying into the aristocracy. Oh, Hazel, I would go on the cruise with because I think Hazel could be quite good for Great company, actually, yeah. yeah. And Sweetjuice would be the... Shagger. Shagger. Yeah, fair enough. Pop it. <laughs> yeah. Hazel, <laughs> no. Uh, and then a the last one. Maeve, Petra... Or Helga. Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. Maeve Petra Helga. That voice, that Petra voice is going to grate after a while, isn't it? I'd yeah, best get over and done. Yeah, yeah. Best yeah. get over and done with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my reasoning for the other okay. two choices. So just... <laughs> Who can I hit the least? Okay. So we'll, sh- we'll shag Petra then. Yes, okay. And then we'd marry um, probably Maeve because she's Irish and she understands my strange ways of doing But things. she's evil. Oh, I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> If you didn't marry people because they were evil, you'd never get married, Jamie. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is just a great bit of advice sort of by accident there, really, isn't it? It's like, marry the person that can understand your foibles. Mm. I mean, your politics don't have to be the same. Yeah, she's a murderous, you know, maniac, <laughs> but don't worry about that. <laughs> Hump and skunk for days. Brilliant. We should really get a drink in with Rocky. Well, he's back. From Brazil, which I think is soon, he could come to London. Fabulous. Or we could go and hang out in that hot tub. Would it fit all of us in, Jamie? At a push, yeah. Okay. This is a man who's been in a car with six people. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, I don't want to be in a hot tub at a push with all of you. Is that a fair thing to say? <laughs> That's fair. Okay, fine. London it is then. He can come our way. I loved that one. I really loved that one. Fun, 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 fun. He is a good egg, really, isn't he? <laughs> I feel like Jamie's revisiting trauma for, for the most part with that one. <laughs> it was fun. He's it was sort fun. of dissociated and zoned out. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, and yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.